God Almighty is here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Then this Amen. evening we'll have a privilege to sing unto God. Let us sing with the whole of our hearts this evening in the name of Jesus. Let us sing with the whole of our hearts tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You are Alpha. And Omega We worship you
testimony tonight, then we go straight to the word of God. Amen. Our Amen. testimony as follows. There is a woman in South Africa who called for prayer. She has been bleeding for three weeks and was having period pains at the same time. This was not normal to her as she is used to bleed for only three to four days. 
Pastor Robert prayed for her over the phone and the healing power of God touched her. The period pain disappeared immediately after the prayer. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As follows, every morning at 7 a.m. from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. We then have our weekday service at at 5 to 12 during the day, and then our evening service starts at half past six every night. Our midnight prayer at 5 to 12 every night, and we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Thursdays and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different uh, WhatsApp groups. Amen. 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 You want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through different offerings. Um, the bank details are shared on our different Facebook platforms, on our different WhatsApp groups, as well as on our different messenger groups. Amen. Amen. We will get Amen. from the book of Second Corinthians chapter six, from verse six and even Second Corinthians chapter six, verse six it says, "In purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love, in truthful speech, and in the power of God." with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as the known, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making rich, having nothing and yet possessing everything. We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians, and opened wide our hearts to you. As a fair exchange, I speak to my children, open wide your hearts also. Amen. 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 We will go to the word of God tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the word of God will be coming with power of the Holy Spirit. Wherever you are, let us go to the word of God together. Um, to the book of Second uh, Corinthians chapter 6 verse number 7. From verse number 6, in purity, understanding, patience, kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love. You know, we're not going to really understand what he's talking about if we don't go a bit earlier. Can we go on the same chapter and read from verse number 3? On Second Corinthians chapter 6 from verse number 3. We put no stumbling block in 
anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as a servant of God, we command ourselves in every way, in endurance, in trouble, hardship, distress, in beating, imprisonment, in riots, in hardship, in hardship, in hard work, in sleepless nights, and hunger. Then he said, in purity, in understanding, in patience, in kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love. Okay. Apostle Paul is talking about what they ought to go through for the sake of the gospel. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Sometimes some people may not know the effort that have been given by those who are preaching the gospel. Sometimes some people may not really see the effort that has been given to those by those who are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in order to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sometimes people may think, okay, people are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ because uh, it is cliche. Everything is well. That's why those who are preaching the gospel, they are preaching. That's why those who have dedicated their life for Jesus Christ have dedicated their life and doing what they are doing. Not knowing that sometimes... There is a lot of sacrifice that they are giving in order to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's just that in order for them to give to, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, first of all, they've given up their lives. I can tell you that one thing that you cannot do, you cannot preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and you cannot walk with Jesus Christ if you have not yet given your life to Christ. I'm not, I'm not talking about salvation. Somebody, somebody may be thinking, okay, giving your life to Christ is when you accept Jesus Christ. Yes, oh, that is common for everybody that in order to walk with Jesus, you have to give your life to Jesus Christ. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. But in order for God to use you, you have to surrender your life. Your very life is surrendered. Many may not be aware of it, but if you ought to walk with Jesus Christ and if you ought to serve Jesus Christ, most as a basic thing, you should have given your life to Christ. And that's why a man like Apostle Paul, he is, talk, he is talking about that in order for him to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, in order for him to walk with Jesus Christ, he has given his life, his very life for Christ. Most of those okay. who preach the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, they don't have life. They don't have life. Christ has become her. Jesus Christ has become their what? Jesus Christ has become their life. That's why Apostle Paul could talk like, for me to live is Christ and for me to die is gain. 
Why is he saying something like that? Because his life is no about is no longer about anything, but it's all about Jesus Christ who have died for him on the cross of Calvary. Then this is the realm where we are talking about okay. where Christ Jesus okay. must consume you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Jesus Christ must do what? Must consume you. The, in which like there must never be anything concerns you that Christ is not. There must be never be anything in your life that Christ is not part of. As a true children of God, as a true Christian of God, Jesus Christ must take over you. Your life must be all about him. Everything concerns you must be all about him in such a way that you have given all for him. Actually, that's what Jesus Christ wants. Jesus Christ wants that. He demands. You know, people don't understand. Jesus Christ demands. He demands. It's not about, okay, I've received Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, he demands your time. He demands your heart. He demands your love. He demands your everything. Once you say that I want to serve Jesus Christ, you must be willing to surrender everything unto him that in absolute, in absolute, he must end up taking over everything. And everything concerns you must be all about him. Amen. Yes. Everything about you must end up being what? It's all about him. Amen. That is the life of a, of a, of a true servant of God. Everything about you must be all about him. Must be all about Jesus. A life of a believer must be all about Jesus. I just want us to pass through the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 10. We've been reading it um, quite a lot in recent days. But today we're going to a bit touch about it. Um, let us read uh, verse number 37. The Bible says that anyone who loves their father or their mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or their daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. What is Jesus Christ talking about? He's trying to say that out of everything in, the, in your life, there, there could be many things that as, as a human being you could care about. You could easily care about your family. You can easily care about your father. You could easily care about your mother. You can even care about your daughter. But if you could care about the, the things of this world, you are not worthy of him. Because in your life, in you, he wants to be number one. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. In your life, in your heart... He want to be number one. He want that everything that concerns you must, must come after him. But first of all, he want, he want to be number one in your life. 
And more especially, if you really want to successfully walk with Jesus Christ, nothing must come before Jesus Christ. The best place of your heart, you must give it to Jesus. That's what he demand. He demand that. And it, that means it's not all about you say that, okay, I've given my heart to Jesus Christ. I've given my life to Jesus Christ. That at first you confess it, but you reach a level where it has been practicalized. That there's nothing that have not ever been blended with him. Everything have been blended with him. Everything have been surrendered to him. And actually everything is all about what? It's all about Jesus. Anyway, can we go to the book of Matthew 22, verse number 37? The Bible said that Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart. With all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And second one like it is like, love your neighbor as yourself. All law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The Bible says that first of all, love your God, the Lord your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. So the first of all, as a child of God, love the love your the Lord your God with everything. That's all he's trying to say. If if you love Jesus Christ with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, what is left of you? Nothing. There's nothing which is left of you. You have given him everything. And what does he want out of you? He wants everything. He wants everything out of you. He wants a, a wholehearted commitment. He wants absolute commitment. He doesn't want a partial commitment. You know, the Bible said that one day, one day, there was another man. This man, the Bible said that he was rich. When this man was rich, the Bible said that he came to Jesus. Ah, Jesus, in order to enter the kingdom of God, what must I do to enter the kingdom of God? And the Bible said that Jesus said that uh, in order to enter the kingdom of God, uh, he realized that this man was, was, uh, was rich. He said, go and sell everything that you have and give it to the poor. And after when you've given everything that you have, come and follow me. You know, if Jesus Christ could have said that, okay, give me everything that you have and follow me. This man would have thought, okay, Jesus Christ maybe is broke. He's looking for money. That's why he's saying that you must, whatever you have, give it to me. But go and give it to the poor. After when you have given it to the poor, come and walk and follow me. Then you will have the kingdom of God. The Bible said that that man was rich, you know. As a rich man who loved money, as a rich man who loved his possession, the Bible said that he went away very sad. Because apart from the kingdom that he was desiring to enter, unto him there was money that he loved so much. And when he loved money so much, when he heard that he had to give everything to Jesus and follow Jesus, the Bible said that when he left, he went away very sad. He was sad. He was disappointed because he realized that for him, Really, it's going to be impossible to enter the kingdom of heaven because he loves his money, he loves his wealth. You know, and Jesus Christ said to his disciples, 
Jesus said that how difficult, how, hey, how hard is it going to be for the rich man to enter the kingdom of God? How hard? How hard? Why how hard? He said that how hard? And the reason because when he said that how hard? So it is going to be as hard as a camel trying to enter through the eye of a needle. It is going to be impossible for like a camel entering through what? Through an eye of a needle. And the Bible said that, hey, when, when the disciples heard that, they were like, hey, who then is going to be saved? Who then is going to enter the kingdom of heaven? Who then is going to enter the kingdom of heaven? Because they realized that also yeah. them, they were loaded. Also them, they were not really poor. And Jesus said that to them, what is impossible with men, it is possible with God. What is impossible with men, in order if you are rich, you need God to be with God so that God can be helping you to do what God wants you to do so that you must end up entering what? At the kingdom of heaven. You may end up entering what? You may end up entering heaven. Then I want to tell you that, you know, in essence, when you want to walk and you want to serve Jesus Christ successfully, you must give the whole of your heart to him. You must surrender your life. What is your commitment when you begin to walk with Jesus? Is it a matter of try and error you want to try it out? Jesus Christ, you know, he is not, he doesn't want somebody who still wants to do try and error. He wants somebody who will say that I'm after Jesus with the whole of my heart. I am after Jesus with all of my heart, with all of my strength, with all of my soul. I am dedicated to surrender my life unto him. That's what he wants. And that's the only way he will be impressed with you. Otherwise, if you are not willing to give your whole heart to surrender your life, he won't be pleased with that person. He won't be pleased with that person. The Bible said that one day there was another man. This man, his father was dead and he was supposed to go for a... He said that Jesus, you know... His father is dead. He said that um, he wanted to go to have a funeral for, of his father and come back and follow him. And the Bible said that Jesus said that, what? Let the dead bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. Follow me. Because Jesus Christ, he was looking for people who are committed to him. He was looking for somebody, people who are committed to him. Who want to give their life to him. More especially those who want God, who want God to use them. More especially those who want God to, who want to work with him. Who want to be part of his team. You must be of a greater commitment. It must not be because of a try and error. It must not, you know, you know, when you are a grown up in Christ, 
sometimes you are no longer serving him because you want money, you want a job, you want this, you want that. He, you, reach a, you, you reach a level where he has become your life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He has become what? Your life. The Bible said that one day Jesus Christ was teaching and he began to teach the hard teachings. And the Bible said that there were other disciples there. When they heard that hard teaching, when he's talking about them, in order to walk with him, they must to have life. They must eat his flesh and drink his blood. The Bible said that, ah, other disciples, they think that ah, this thing is, ah, this is a hard teaching and they begin to, they leave. And the Bible said that that was when the 12 were left. The 12 were not left easily just because uh, Jesus Christ was selecting the 12 disciples. No! The 12 were only left through the hard teachings. When the 12 were left through the hard teachings, the Bible said that when the other, other were left, were gone. And Jesus Christ said that. Um, he said to, to them, also, do you want to go also? Don't you want to go? Don't you want to leave me alone? And the Bible said that Peter said that. Where can we go, Master? Because you have got the, the words of eternal life. Where can we go? The answer that Peter is giving, it shows the commitment that he has for the Lord. And I'm sure that was the time that um, Peter, Jesus said that, Yo, this now I've found my man. I've found the man that I'm looking for. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Yes, he has found the man that he's looking for. He's not saying that um, he's finding the man that he's looking for because everything was couché. It was the hard teachings that he wanted to try to find out who is committed to this gospel. Who is committed to this work is the same thing that Apostle Paul is talking about. That if you find out that they, he's talking about is going through some tribulation, this and that. But he doesn't say that because of this, oh, you know, my dear sons, my dear daughters, my dear children, Corinth, okay, you will hold on. No, he's saying that I'm holding on. And the reason Amen. that he has given his life to Christ and Christ yeah. has taken over him. And there is no... There is no Apostle Paul without Christ. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. As a child of God, you must reach a level where there is no more you without what? Without, without Jesus. He has swallowed over your life. Where you reach a level where you go like, for me to live is what? Is Christ. For me to die is what? Is gain. Where there won't be any day where we see uh, so, so without Christ. Hmm? There must never be a day where we don't see you without Jesus. No matter what, you must hold on unto the end. This evening, I pray for us that God will help us to stick with Jesus until the end in Jesus' name. Amen. We will stick with Christ. We will stick with the Lord. The grace to stick to the end. God will is deposing to us in Jesus' name. As a child of the living God, you know you must you must know it. 
and you must have that attitude that it is your commitment to Jesus and our relationship with Jesus is beyond this life. It's just, it must be beyond this life. It must not be saying, oh no, I'm committed to Jesus because I got a job. I'm committed to Jesus, oh, today he's just healed me. Many people whom you see following most of the time, you know, they are following because Jesus Christ has done something good for them. But after when Jesus Christ has done something good for them, ah, I can tell you. You look around, you look to the left, you look to the right. That person has forgotten the good thing that Jesus Christ has done. When they forget what Jesus Christ has done, you will wonder, why are you no longer following? Oh, they forgot that it was Jesus who gave them money, who gave them a job, who gave them... Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. But it must be beyond the things of this world. It must be beyond the relation, the, what, he, what he can do for us. You are hard. Because, you know, over, over years when we have been walking with him, over years when we are developing the relationship with him, over years when we are fellowshipping with him, we have found out that there is no any God that can be compared with Jesus. We have found it. That's why you, you, the day after tomorrow you are hearing that there is going to be a good Friday. A day, remembering the day that he have died on the cross of Calvary. When he have died for the whole world. Amen. You are not hearing that is the day that Buddha have died for, the, for us. Or Muhammad have died. He's the only one who have died on the cross. And he's the only one who have come back to life for us. Then that's why... Amen. There is no way that you're going to say, okay, now eh, this was the season of Jesus. Now it is over. Now let which, which Muhammad, which Buddha? I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. As a child of the living God, you must have that character. You must have that, uh, that you must make up your mind. That I will stay and I will stick with Jesus until the end. I will stay, I will stick with Jesus until what? Until the end. Come May, come what? Come winter, come summer. If it takes to me for me to adjust with the with the season of the time, I will adjust, I will stand, I will stick. That is the attitude of a true believer. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yes. If it's the devil who's taking chance, he must give up. He must say, ah, this one is a true believer. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. He must give up. Amen. This one is a true believer. Let me tell you this. You know, if you want to find most of the time, even when they want to, they want to pass a student to the next level, they won't start pass a student to the next level without exam. 
it passes through tests. Even when they are manufacturing one of the hard equipment, after when they've assembled everything, before everything, they will test it. And once they've, it passed the test, they will say, ah, this one is the real Makoya, and they put a stamp, it's ready to go to the shelf, it's ready to be sold. Then sometimes even to a Christian, it's like that. It's like that. The more you show that you are a real Christian, you can stick no matter what. Even God said that, that is my daughter. That is my true son. You, 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 we have talked about the story of Job more than enough. You know it. You have heard it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yes. And God was so proud when Job was standing. And also, may God be proud with us at the end of the day in Jesus' name. Amen. And wherever you are, begin to pray tonight. Begin to pray for God to help you. So that you may love Jesus Christ with the whole of your heart. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Mandala bazonto robo shandaraba. Mandara bajanta raba shataraba sonto Say Holy Ghost, 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 Holy I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say, God Almighty. God Almighty. God Almighty. Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. Wonderful Holy Spirit. Wonderful Holy Spirit. Take over me. Take over me. Take over me. Help me to love Jesus. Help me to love Jesus. With the whole of my heart. With the whole of my heart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
is more of G. Then tonight there may be somebody who who want to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together. Let us say these words together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. From today. From today. From today. I am born again. I am, I am saved. I am saved. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you tonight, if there was somebody praying that prayer for the first time, yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. And do yourself a favor uh, when you wake up, pray in the name of Jesus and follow this account. Whenever we go live, you will be able to join also. And when you are able to join, I can tell you, you will become our prayer partner, the Word of God partner, and your life will never ever be the same in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then um, don't forget tomorrow. Um, we are also continuing to fast. Um, praying and fasting for this family relationship, family members, marriages, love life, relationship at works, our countries, peace and prosperity. Unity in the body of Christ, love and restoration and grace to excel. Then as we do these things uh, during the day, pray for these things. We shall see God manifesting in these things. Because let me tell you this, nothing happens by chance. It's when we pray, when we believe, God does something wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we must continue to pray. We must continue to believe. And God will do his part. Can you say, let there be progress in my life. Let there be let progress in my life. Progress. Let there be progress. Let there be progress. Let there be miracles. Let everything turn around for my good. Let everything turn around for my good. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So let there be a miracle solution. In the name of Jesus. 
Say solution. In the name of Jesus. Then this evening, let us share the grace. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love. Surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. Shall follow me. All the days of my life. All my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Kenneth, did I see your your partnership? Am I right? Did I see your partnership, Kenneth? Yes, you did. Just stand up. Just stretch your hands towards him wherever you are. We're praying for him this evening. In the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ. I soak the whole of him into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Spirit. Every curse is be broken. I command everything to be in order. Let there be prosperity. Let there be favor. Lord, answer all of his prayer requests for your glory. Mm. Just turn around three times. The power of God is falling on you there. Yes, favor, Lord. Breakthrough and prosperity. What are you feeling there, Kenneth? Um, like uh, there's something moving from my pod, out of my pod, from my back. You are like free, it's, it's you are blessed. Very soon you will come back with a big testimony, even though you have got another testimony. But have a blessed night. Then wherever you are, I want to say to you tonight, have a blessed and a successful night in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.